Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Today is Monday, February 20th, 2023. McCarthy gives Tucker Carlson access to trove of January 6th surveillance tapes, 45,000 hours to be exact. Zelensky beats World War III drum and Joe Biden visits Ukraine while ignoring East Palestine. Trump will be heading to Ohio. My name is Benny Johnson and this is The Benny Show. This show brought to you by Patriot Mobile. Ladies and gentlemen, Patriot Mobile has emerged as one of the leaders in the parallel economy, and they have huge news. They now offer their service with all three major networks. If you hate big tech and woke corporations, but you need reliable cell service, use Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile can also be used for your business, like we used it in East Palestine, Ohio, last week. And we'll bring you more of those details in just a moment. East Palestine, Ohio, for obvious reasons, was a very hard place to get cell phone service. We we needed to upload, we needed to send files, we needed to send data and information and tweet and to keep you posted about our trip there, and we used Patriot Mobile to do that, ladies and gentlemen. Switching is easy. Go to patriotmobile.com backslash Benny or call their 100% U.S.-based customer service team at 878-PATRIOT. Get free activation today with the off code Benny. Make the switch today. Boy, I'd like to switch something. I'd like to switch presidents, please. Anyone, please. I mean, I'm telling you, like, I'm like, uh, like, I, I would take, I would, I would take anyone over Joe Biden. I'm f- so angry this morning. <laughs> this so angry this morning, waking up, especially after the last week that we had, and uh, our, we're we're doing our best to to emphasize the troubles and the infrastructure and the breakdown here in this nation to go out. Uh, and to go way out of our comfort zones and to do as much as we can for the people of America who are hurting, who are getting crushed right now, who are getting destroyed right now and some and are dying right now, depending on what city or what municipality you're looking at. There's so many concurrent crises in America right now that need to be dealt with. And then I open up my phone this morning and I see this plastic-toothed, plastic-haired, Depends-laden, grinning buffoon, wobbling around, walking like a robot through Kiev. Joe Biden visits Ukraine. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Joe Biden flew from Washington, D.C. in the dark of night. Nobody knew about this. To Poland, then got on a train. When was the last time a president took a train? Joe Biden did this at the expense of presumably hundreds of millions of dollars of taxpayer money to get the Secret Service to lie to the press corps. You could see there in our cold open, Fox News was quite astonished by this. They weren't tipped off about it. No one was tipped off about it. Turns out the Russians were actually tipped off about it, according to the report. The Secret Service called Russia and told them that Joe Biden would be visiting Kiev. Now, as far as I know, no Americans are deployed to Kiev. There is no active war zone that Americans are engaged in. We may have given aid. This is the first time in my lifetime that a president has visited a war zone with no American soldiers involved. Makes no sense at all. It makes even less sense when you actually pull up the map 
here. We actually mapped this out. We put a tweet up a few moments ago. We went and mapped it out. Here's the map from the White House to East Palestine, Ohio, a war zone that was created by Joe Biden and his incompetence and his administration. It would be a 30-minute flight, a little over 200 miles there to get to East Palestine, Ohio. Here is the uh, Google Maps ticket to Kiev. Now, Google Maps can't figure out a way to get there. Google Maps can't use all of their technology and algorithms to like properly find you a way to get to Ukraine. They said it's 5,000 miles. Take 12 hours to fly there. Who knows what it would take to do the train. Guess which trip Joe Biden decided to take. Joe Biden has yet to say a word about the war zone that he created and his administration's incompetence created here in this country. This grinning idiot wobbling around Ukraine makes your blood boil. Watch this morning. Breaking right now. President Biden is on the ground in Ukraine for a surprise visit as we approach a one year since Russia's invasion. The president was expected to leave the U.S. for Poland tonight and deliver an address in Warsaw tomorrow. The administration originally saying there were no plans for Biden to visit Ukraine. This visit coming after a slew of world leaders, including U.K.'s Boris Johnson, visited there and Speaker Nancy Pelosi, then Speaker Nancy Pelosi, visited even First Lady Jill Biden visited last May for Mother's Day in Western Ukraine. This is President Biden in Kiev. We want to go now right to Peter Ducey in Poland if we have him. Hey, Peter, what can you tell us? Uh, just in the last one minute, this uh, visit to Ukraine that is a surprise and that was unannounced became reportable. Uh, we're getting some photos for the first time that we can have ingested, but as recently as Friday, we were told there were no plans for the president to visit Ukraine. As recently as about uh, two and a half, three hours ago, the White House was publishing a schedule for reporters in Washington, D.C. Hey, be ready to come to the South Lawn. You can watch President Biden tonight at 640 or so, uh, leaving on Marine One, just like he does anytime that he's going to go to Air Force One. But that was all part of a very elaborate ruse, essentially, to uh, give the Secret Service and the U.S. military time to prepare this visit. So Joe Biden choosing to value Ukrainian lives that are being destroyed over American lives that are being destroyed, both of them at his hand, both of them due to his own administration's incompetence. The more that we are able to see just the evil and the pernicious vindictiveness of these rulers and how they have operated, how they have agitated this war zone. We brought to you some of the shocking reporting from Seymour Hirsch about the blowing up of the Nord Stream pipeline, some further reporting about from Matt Taibbi about how Joe Biden and the West walked away from requests for the Ukraine not to join NATO. It is our side that has been agitating here. Now, the Russians are no angels. We're not saying there's any angels in this fight, but it's possible to have two sides that are all, that are both wrong and are both being incompetent and are both be, like being utterly bloodthirsty elites who want a new redo of World War I. And who are the kids that get put in to the meat grinder? Who are the kids that go for cannon fodder in that situation? Well, it ain't Hunter Biden, I'll tell you that. He was kicked out of the Navy, 
you might recall. Joe Biden, somebody who's never served his nation, sitting there in a palace in Ukraine. Again, this is going to make your blood boil. In a palace in Ukraine, talking about how valuable Ukraine is. Hasn't said a word about East Palestine, Ohio. Go. One year ago, the world was literally at the time bracing for the fall of Kiev. Seems like a lot longer ago than a year, but think back to that year. Perhaps even the end of Ukraine. You know, one year later, Kiev stands and Ukraine stands. Democracy stands. The American stands with you and the world stands with you. Oh, okay. Got it. So Joe Biden sitting there reading from prepared remarks, ignoring the war zones of his own country, and more importantly, doing something that is just wildly performance art. This is what it is. This is, I mean, it, it is performative entirely and just utterly symbolic as the West begins to crack on this issue. And as more and more people are beginning to become repulsed by the amount of attention, expenditure, and treasure that we are spending in a conflict that includes no American borders and no American lives, it is becoming far more curious for people to observe and to see how our elites and our ruling class are obsessed with Ukraine. Does it have to do with Joe Biden's business? Does it have to do with Hunter Biden? What is the fanatic obsession with Ukraine with these people? And why do they need to commit performance art? And this is exactly what it is. Joe Biden walked out in a courtyard. Joe Biden can barely, Joe Biden never walks out in front of the American people to ever say anything or be asked questions. But here's Joe Biden wobbling around very gingerly and very robotically through a courtyard in Kiev during the air raid sirens blasting. Watch. So interestingly enough, Reuters had this to say about those air raid sirens. Reuters saying there was no missiles that were headed towards Kiev. Air raid sirens were blaring across the capital even though there were no reports of Russian missiles or airstrikes because the Secret Service told Russia that Biden was going to go there and they probably shouldn't bomb a U.S. president. So why were they sounding these sirens? It's a performance. Remember, Zelensky is an actor by trade. That's what the guy did before becoming president of Ukraine. He's an actor before being selected to become president of Ukraine. That's what the man did. Here's Joe Biden literally standing on a mark. This is something you do in the theater. I'm not sure if we can zoom in here. You can actually watch. Look at Zelensky. He's staring at the ground. And he's looking at where Joe Biden is standing. And Joe Biden is standing on a red mark. There you can see the red tape in the square showing Joe Biden where to stand. How humiliating. How embarrassing. For us, the West. And you can see Zelensky very, very nervous that Joe Biden is not going to hit his mark. 
not have any clue where he's going. Charlie Hurt on Fox saying, um, why is a president visiting a war zone where no American troops are deployed or involved? Good questions. These are the right questions. Ask away. He's got a real problem. The administration has a real problem. And this visit is very interesting. I don't know that I've ever seen a president visit uh, in our lifetime, visit a, uh, a war zone in which America did not have troops invested. Right. Um, so obviously, you know, I, you know, whether, you know, this is a very important part of his administration, a part of the, the history of his presidency, um, whether or not and, and how this gets played out over the next two years as we get closer to the 2024 election. I think it's going to be very interesting. And I think that he's going to have a hard time getting regular voters to go along with it. It's a new global order, right? Russia. So here's a photo of Joe Biden and Zelensky uh, legitimately embracing like they love each other. This is from, I don't know, a couple minutes ago. They're hugging each other. Look at that. You have yet to see Joe Biden hug anyone from East Palestine, even though it is a 30-minute flight, maybe less, from his current residence. You have never seen a photo like this of Joe Biden in the interior of the country, maybe on our border where people are being slaughtered. You've never seen a photo of this with a victim of fentanyl. Joe Biden didn't have any photos like this for families in Florida when there was a Category 5 hurricane that destroyed communities across the state. You didn't see any photos like this. Joe Biden going to hug the real president of the United States, arguably, the real commander-in-chief. That's what Joe Biden's hugging right there. Because Zelensky, for some unspeakable reason, like believes that he is actually the commander-in-chief. You've never seen, you've never seen a greasy, tracksuit-wearing, Eastern European scum, gangster-style man going around demanding, demanding the blood and the toil of other countries for his, to protect his border. Man, it makes you, it really does make your blood boil, man. Have you ever seen anything like it? Oh, it's enraging. America's borders be damned. Our treasury be damned. Our sons and daughters be damned. Everything to protect Ukraine. Oh, it's infuriating. It's infuriating. Uh, this is Joe Biden standing in front of a palace in Ukraine this morning. This is the official White House photo that was shared. So here's Joe Biden in front of a bejeweled golden palace in Ukraine. Meanwhile, here's where we were last week, standing in front of the little East Palestine, Ohio Stein, saying, where the hell is Joe Biden? Inside of a small community that is being completely and totally destroyed, ripped asunder. They're water poisoned, they're soil poisoned, they're air poisoned. We left with chemical burns and a horrible cough. And felt like we'd been pepper sprayed. There's children living there and playing there right now. And Joe Biden nuked that town. Joe Biden worried about Russian nuclear weapons in Ukraine. And uh, there's an American town that got nuked with chemicals. That is the best way to say it. You can see the mushroom cloud. You've all seen it at this point. It's despicable. And it's despicable. We need to say this, like, very clearly. We're not saying we're not saying that people in Ukraine or people in war zones all over the world don't deserve sympathy. We don't want war for anyone. 
We don't want anyone to live a terrible life. We don't want anyone to live a miserable life. But there are so many Americans that are living miserable lives here in this country right now due to this jack wagon's policies. And he doesn't care about them at all. In fact, he's going 5,000 miles away on a 12-hour flight and then a train trip in order to go check in on his investments, 10% for the big guy. And guess what? 10% for the big guy isn't enough. Zelensky is now promising World War III. Who made this guy commander-in-chief? Who put this guy in charge of the American Armed Services? Who put Zelensky in charge of anything? Well, it's actually Joe Biden and his ilk. They're the ones who are too far in. The elites are too far in on Ukraine. That's why it makes no sense to you as you watch your infrastructure degrade and your towns collapse. And for them to be chemically poisoned here in America, and you look, have you seen a billion dollars go to East Palestine? Has the American, has the American, FEMA turned down aid to East Palestine. Turned down aid. Makes your blood boil. And here this craven, tracksuited lunatic dares to say that he's going to send American troops off to war if China picks a side? Despicable. Zelensky says that there will be a new world war if China allies with Russia. Watch. At this moment, top U.S. officials are concerned that China may soon start helping Russia with their effort against Ukraine. That would mean it's China and Russia versus the U.S. and NATO. A few minutes ago, Zelensky said that would be a world war. And that is something that the Secretary of State, Antony Blinken, warned his Chinese counterpart about this weekend. Who made that man president of the United States? Who made this man, that man right there on your screen? Who made that man commander in chief? What Joe Biden was really doing this morning, meeting with Zelensky, was meeting with the real commander in chief, the real president. It must have been very exciting for the president of the United States to meet Joe Biden. Despicable. You know, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I remember not too long ago when we had a man that actually cared about this country. He championed something called America First. He meant it. And what an American First candidate would do and president would do is he would put this country first and he would pause all of his international flights in order to go to a place called East Palestine. And that is exactly what Donald Trump is doing. Donald Trump will visit East Palestine this week in order to assist with the cleanup efforts and to bring notoriety to this man-made disaster cravenly caused by Joe Biden. Watch. Earlier tonight, Trump announced he would visit East Palestine next week to meet with those residents. And coincidentally enough, FEMA almost immediately reversed their decision and announced the deployment of a small team to the toxic town two whole weeks later. Remember, Columbiana County, home to East Palestine, it is an overwhelmingly white working class community that voted over 70 percent for Trump in 2020. We were there this last week. We were there in East Palestine. There were Trump signs in people's yards. Uh, there are Biden voters there. Why the hell does anyone care? Well, why, why should this matter? Where's your humanity? What happened? Like, what happened to this nation? This is cruelty. I mean, it is, it is purposefully cruel. 
It is intentionally insulting what Joe Biden is doing. Joe Biden is saying that Ukrainian lives matter more than American lives. So what he's actively doing, he's telling you that message right now. That is what he believes. And don't listen to people's words, listen to their actions. And you can't listen to Joe Biden's words. One, he doesn't speak English. And two, he's never said anything about East Palestine. Well, Donald Trump is going to go there. We're going to try. We've reached out to the Trump team. We want to go there and cover it with them. And we'll bring our documentary team and we'll bring you that story if we're allowed. We've gone on Trump's plane with him before. We've flown on his uh, we've flown on his jet before. Our executive producer, ALX, had dinner with Donald Trump this last week. Uh, and so we're working hard. We'll work hard to bring you that story because it's an incredibly story. Donald Trump, Donald Trump saying this on uh, Truth Social, uh, Biden and FEMA said they would not be sending federal aid to East Palestine as soon as I announced that I'm going. He announced, I'm going, he announced a team will go. Oh, interesting, a FEMA team is what Trump is saying. Hopefully he will be there too. This is good news because we got to get them to move. The people of East Palestine need help. I'll see you Wednesday. Donald Trump will be heading there on Wednesday. Donald Trump also saying on Truth Social, we get people to do the right thing. Those incredible patriots from East Palestine deserve it. Should have happened a long time ago. Let's go FEMA. You're great with me as your president. Help them. Helping these people, however, is not something that we need to depend on the government to do. In fact, it is our obligation as Americans to say, screw the government, to hell with the government. The government can go to hell. I'm going to go to East Palestine. And so that's what we did this week. We got up and we went. We took uh, with us not just video cameras. Uh, in order to try to bring, you want to make sure that you are bringing good to these people, okay? So let's take a step back. As we thought through our East Palestine story uh, that has since gone viral since we published it yesterday, you want to make sure that you're bringing good to these people, okay? And you're not like going there to cravenly like capture pain and then monetize their pain. You do not want to do that. You, you want to provide good to these people and God has been good to us we get social media monetization, and we decided to take all of our social media monetization for the last month and to go and hand it in the form of cash to individuals who were most affected. We did not have enough money to give everyone in town uh, a, uh, a, an envelope full of cash, but we were able to use Google Maps. The White House could use Google Maps to see how close East Palestine is. They can't do that. To use Google Maps, and we went to the 20 homes that were close to the crash site. It's the best we could do, okay? And we went to those homes, and we gave those people envelopes with money in it to just say, we hope that you can use this for clean food, clean water, shelter. Maybe you don't want to live here right now. Maybe the air stings your eyes, your ears, and your throat like it did mine. Maybe you'll get a chemical rash by going there. We certainly did. And so if you want to get out, well, this will cover your stay in a hotel, or it will cover... Clean food and water. Or maybe you want to get your house cleaned. This will probably be cover the service to clean your home from top to bottom um, with a professional cleaning service. But it, it's up to you. We're Christians. God calls us to get up and act and be a light unto the world. And you, watching this program, allowed us to, to do this. So you actually donated by watching our program and sharing it to the people of East Palestine. And so we, we thank you for that. And the people of East Palestine thank you, uh, and, and they were deeply appreciative. 
We captured a little bit of it. Please watch. I just wanted to give you $1,000. For what? Who are you? You're not with NS? No. Lawyers? Not with anyone. We wanted to come here and give a little money to people to help out and say that we're sorry that this happened to you. We don't need anything from them. Just wanted to say we love you. Thanks. That's yours. No. We no catches? We don't want anything. Thanks. We just want to say. I really that appreciate we're sorry. it. Thank you. Really appreciate it. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Don't make me cry. Oh, thank you so much. So, the reason why we did this was twofold. One, no one was helping these people, and, and two, we don't need permission from the government to go help our fellow Americans. Uh, we can do it ourselves. It would be really nice. Uh, if Joe Biden could act and do something for these people, it has been three weeks since a chemical fire and explosion poisoned their air and water and food and soil. You've all seen the creeks that have chemical rainbow toxins living in them, the fish dying, the children breathing this air. Again, it was noxious to be there. And so we don't need the government's permission. We can just go be simple Christians and can, can go help people. And so I, I will say this from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. This video has been seen by 2 million people and will probably be seen by millions more. By the time it's had its run, we want to inspire people. We can help out each other. Uh, it's interesting that our little social media company here, our little audience, uh, this community that we have, uh, this small business – that we run here has now done more officially than the entire Joe Biden administration for the people of East Palestine. Maybe that's the way it's supposed to be. But damn it, we're not going to let we're not going to just sit here and complain. This is a show about action and we're going to get up and we're going to go do things. And so we say it from the bottom of our hearts. Thank you. Thank you. Now, I handed those people a thousand dollars cash in those envelopes. And that's what they got from us. Uh, unfortunately, $1,000 cash ain't what it used to be. The currency is horrifically inflating right now, uh, and we wish that wasn't the case. We remember uh, a sweet orange man where actually the lowest inflation uh, in my lifetime occurred. But here we are, ladies and gentlemen. That's why I protect what we have saved and earned in my family with Gold. I am nervous about a stock market crash. I'm nervous about a real estate crash. And I'm certainly nervous about protecting the finances for my family and my children. You need to act fast now. And this is why I encourage you, ladies and gentlemen, to invest with my friends at Allegiance Gold. The highest rating in the industry, an A-plus from the Better Business Bureau, Allegiance Gold can now protect you and your IRA and 401k with physical gold and silver. You can also have it delivered directly to your doorstep so that it's not digital at all. That's what I do, in fact. Gold and silver are the only assets that build value without depending on the government. Kind of a theme here, actually, not depending on the government. Protect yourself today. Right now, get up to $5,000 in free silver with a qualifying investment when you visit protectwithbenny.com or call 844-66-BENNY, B-E-N-N-Y, protectwithbenny.com. We need more protection for the people of East Palestine, Ohio. This, tr this stuff travels far. 
Uh, the release of toxic chemicals from the Norfolk Southern train derailment in East Palestine, Ohio, has generated concerns about the potential impacts of the air and water quality in the small Rust Belt community across the Ohio River basins. Alex Hollingsworth, an environmental and energy policy researcher at Indiana University, detailed the behavior of industry industrial chemicals released in excess emissions during an interview with the Daily Wire. Local and state authorities previously evacuated all residents within one mile of the February 3rd derailment and started a controlled burn of the industrial chemicals. Vinyl chloride, a known human carcinogen, was emitted from five train cars last week. That vinyl chloride has now traveled to Canada. It's absolutely wild. Check out what the snow looks like in Canada. People are saying that the snow in Canada has now a metallic rainbow sheen to it, a chemical uh, uh, gloss as it's melting. Some shocking footage from social media right here. Check it out. I'd never seen snow melt and be this color. It was on every road I went on around my house. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, now, and we're pulling this map, there's a map of chemical particles that you have to see where this thing is going uh, and where they are now detecting the chemical particles. It is over a massive area. In fact, there are now entire cities like Cincinnati that are shutting off the Ohio River due to the contaminants. So are you in this contaminated zone? Very, very dangerous. Residents now saying that rashes are breaking out after the Ohio train derailment. A woman was forced to evacuate her home due to the train derailment in Ohio. A rash has now appeared on her body. It's been two weeks since the train derailed in East Palestine. The toxins were released into the air after being evacuated. Caitlin Schwarzwalder and her boyfriend, Chris, went back home. Schwarzwalder told News Nation that she broke out in a rash almost instantly. Check this out. So we were in the kennel this morning, um, picking up some supplies. We left. I went home to take it to, well, home. I went back to the place where we were being evacuated. Caitlin Schwarzwalder and her boyfriend, Chris, after being evacuated, came back home today. But she says she broke out in a rash almost instantly. I undressed to get into the shower and I had a rash all over the side of my face on both sides and all over my chest. Take a look at these photos of her this morning after coming back on her property. The rash all over her face, neck and chest. My boyfriend Chris also had a rash down his left side. And I mean, to, to this moment right now, I have just a, a really low grade constant headache. They live nearly a mile from the derailment and where Norfolk Southern released the toxins into the air two weeks ago. But their issues clearly persist. But with FINA finally coming and with all the focus directed at East Palestine, these folks say they're forgotten because they live just over the state line in Pennsylvania. So these people are living again in another state, Ohio. East Palestine, Ohio is right on the state line with Pennsylvania. Makes you wonder if this had happened inside of a blue state, if people would care. If this had happened inside of a uh, city like Detroit or Philadelphia, if you would have We Are the World being sung because the favored poor were being affected by this or Democrat areas were being affected by this. 
ladies and gentlemen, we have uh, really, really, really uh, bad things to report from uh, Ohio. I mean, we spent just a couple of hours there. And again, it was like getting hit in the face with mace. It was like getting hit in the face with low-grade mace. My throat was burning. My nose was burning. My nostrils were burning. My ears were burning. Uh, it was hard to be so close to this train. It was hard to, like, breathe and exist. Local farmers are sounding the alarm. Why did East Palestine launch a My ID emergency service to surveil biometrics one week before the Ohio train derailment? This is a little weird. So a man who lives nine miles away from the Norfolk Southern train carrying toxic chemicals derailed in eastern Ohio reached out to the Gateway Pundit to sound the alarm on a bizarre coincidence that coincided with the pileup surrounding the incident. Bob Moore, a 70-year-old farmer and a longtime resident of East Palestine, initially ignored local news reports urging residents to sign up for My ID to receive new biometric tracking devices that provides first responders updates about the individual's health conditions amid the emergencies and major disasters. But the suspicious timing of the government's distribution of the health monitoring digital ID exactly a week before the, exactor, uh, the disaster warrants answers, Moore told uh, the Gateway Pundit in an exclusive interview. It was exactly one week before the train derailment, Moore said, that the people were asking to go to local to fire department in downtown East Palestine to get my ID. They began monitoring your physical activity, your heart rate, your respiration, anything that you might be exposed to. This is also curious, and we covered this last week, that there was a Netflix video. There's a Netflix movie about a train derailment and the toxic fallout and the internment camps that people have to be kept in that was filmed in East Palestine. In fact, people of East Palestine were used as extras in the film. It's called White Noise. It was released in 2022. And again, the plot is a train derailment causes a small Ohio community uh, to go into chaos and be quarantined. What the hell is going on here? It's creepy stuff. Uh, medical devices being worn to track us? What's happening here? Watch. East Palestine is known as the place to be. It's way ahead of the curve on a program to provide better treatment for anyone in the event of an emergency. I learned how it works and how it could help everyone in East Palestine. My ID provides quick medical information for emergency responders. Darlene Chapman is the outreach coordinator for this project, and she's an EMT. If they're in a situation where they can't tell us or they don't have any family around, this is something that would make my life easier. My ID works by taking a camera phone and pointing it at a QR code. It provides valuable medical information such as allergies, breathing difficulties, or other conditions so you get proper treatment and care. If anybody sees the QR code, you're, this, you'll be able to scan this and get the information. So it's, it helps that person, not necessarily just here, but anywhere in the nation. There are a few options for my ID. A bracelet, key fob, necklace, or attachment on your watch band. You can choose the one which fits your lifestyle best. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, sometimes uh, truth is stranger than fiction. Life imitates art. Uh, we do talk about predictive programming on this show. Predictive programming is when corporate press, media, and entertainment are enlisted in order to make movies about something that is about to happen and in order to soften the blow for massive societal change that has been decided upon. It is just super strange that they make movies about toxic train derailments in East Palestine, Ohio, a place that I had frankly never heard of until a couple of weeks ago. 
It is very strange that they're launching digital medical ID to these people. What are they, why are they targeting this community so specifically? What exactly is happening here? And more importantly, what about the cover-up? Why? Why the cover-up? Why is nobody talking about this? Why does nobody seem to care? Again, we asked the question. We stood there in the middle of the town with a sign that says, where's Greta? Where are all the useful idiots, all the yipping dogs of the left? Where's Greenpeace? Where, where, where's PETA? You know, animals are just dropping dead in every direction. Where's PETA? Where are those people? Why are they all being held at bay? Why are those people? You hear nothing. Radio silence from these people. What's going on here? It's very strange. No Greenpeace, no Sierra Club, no environmentalists at all. They'll throw soup on priceless Van Gogh paintings in the middle of museums, but they can't show up to the largest man-made environmental disaster in human history. Even when you have all of the things lined up in your favor, poor community, people in need, dead animals, poisoned water, big corp, big mean corporations. But it's only us. It's only little It's only shows like ours that seems to give a damn about this. Why? It's so strange. It's so dark. It's so strange. We'll keep asking questions. The question that I asked at the beginning of the segment is where's the map? Here's the map, ladies and gentlemen. This is uh, the map uh, of particle cross sections. Or do you live anywhere near there? The red star is where East Palestine, Ohio is. And these are where the particles are being picked up way up there in the Yukon Territory in Canada. You can see the particulates, how high they are in altitude and where they are blowing. So all across northern Pennsylvania, New York, into Vermont, New Hampshire, Maine. Are you in any of those areas? And where are they going to go next? Maybe this is why people are seeing rainbow-colored snow in Canada. This is absolutely why Cincinnati is cutting off drinking water from the Ohio River due to East Palestine train derailment. The Ohio River's intake for the city of Cincinnati will close ahead of incoming pollutants from East Palestine. Oh, okay. Huh. That's 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 a great sign. According to the Greater Cincinnati Waterworks, a service provided to the city, Cincinnati's drinking water intake in the river will be closed sometime before the contamination is affected to reach an area of the river on Sunday morning. Water intakes and structures used for collecting water for the surface waters, such as rivers, lakes, and reservoirs, and directing it to the water treatment plant where it will be made drinkable. They don't want vinyl chlorine, vinyl chloride, forgive me, in their waters, and no one should. This is the same administration, by the way, that said that the air is toxic. Remember during COVID? The air can kill you. And then they drop a black nuclear bomb inside of... Ohio, and they all say that the air and the water is safe. Okay, fine. Drink it for yourself. Drink it for yourself. Ohio State Senator calls for Pete Buttigieg to resign over East Palestine disaster. Ohio State Senator Michael Rule told Breitbart News in an exclusive interview that Secretary of Transportation Pete Buttigieg needs to resign right now after the train derailment. Buttigieg needs to resign right now. He's an embarrassment. He's incompetent. He's actually getting people hurt by holding that position. Good for him. The people in Congress need to impeach him, and this needs to happen right now. Do you agree? Yeah. Pete Buttigieg minimized the train disaster in East Palestine by noting that there are a thousand train derailments every single year. We have a fantastic clip of the mayor of East Palestine uh, saying that Pete Buttigieg, if he shows up, he needs to bring a shovel with him. He'd be no help to the people of East Palestine. People there are getting angry. 
They're getting upset. We'll see what happens when Trump visits on Wednesday. Police are now saying that a train track in Pennsylvania, a pipe bomb has been found upon it. What is going on here? Are we like witnessing a very slow motion September 11th? Like, are, are we witnessing like a slow motion attack on America and our infrastructure, our buildings, our way of life? Who's committing this attack? Is this happening because of our open border? Undoubtedly. Is this happening because enemy, enemy agents poured into our country? We had no idea who the hell they were. They were from China, Russia, ISIS, the Taliban. You know, probably not that hard to blow up a train track and an 18-inch pipe bomb was found on railroad tracks in Pennsylvania. Philadelphia police are investigating after a pipe bomb was reportedly discovered behind a church in Holmesburg, Philadelphia police sources tell Fox 29 an 18-inch pipe bomb was found Sunday behind St. Dominic's Catholic Church. Officials say the passerby found the pipe bomb. There's a PVC pipe that was capped in black powder in it and on it. This pipe bomb could have blown up the train track. The bomb squad safely took the pipe bomb out of harm's way. Last week, there were four new train derailments, some of them also including toxic chemicals on railroad tracks around the country. Again, what the hell is our administration doing about it? The mayor of East Palestine saying, don't come here, Pete Buttigieg, unless you're going to bring a shovel and you're going to help us out. Go. Um, you know, I, I, I commend the United States EPA, the actual people on the ground doing the actual work. They've been wonderful to work with, so is the Ohio EPA. But, you know, this is turning into a political circus now. And, you know, we have concern for our residents. Um, and, you know, it, it, as far as uh, Mayor Pete, as people like to call him, I would rather he just stay away. Uh, he is just going to cause a circus. And unless he's going to bring a shovel and uh, shovel some dirt and get rid of this contaminated soil, that's that's the only reason uh, he would need to come to this town. So in case you wonder why we start the show in such a blind rage, uh, the reason why was because we are actually facing considerable amount of threats. Joe Biden was humiliated by the Chinese spy balloon uh, traversing our nation. We now know that that Chinese spy balloon uh, was gathering sophisticated information, including end-to-end, point-to-point, cell data and information, scooping up your calls with, I don't know, your grandmother, your employer, the calls of people inside of nuclear bunkers and bases all across America. Joe Biden let that balloon travel and spy throughout the nation and then proceeded to spend billions of dollars shooting down uh, weather balloon projects across the country. Aviation clubs with their $8 balloons were spending a billion dollars to shoot down an $8 balloon Embarrassing. And now there's another balloon, by the way. Get ready. Round two, ladies and gentlemen. Blocks, uh, 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 block out your calendar because we are heading towards a new balloon news cycle because there is another one. Reports are flooding in that a large white balloon has been seen by pilots in Honolulu, Hawaii. This comes just days after U.S. officials claimed that a previous downed Chinese spy balloon was targeting the state of Hawaii, was blown off course. Now reports are flooding in on social media claiming that pilots have been seeing what can be described as a white balloon over Honolulu. You can see there, this is China or the U.S. Air Force? What's going on? A tweet asked. Pilots have been showing confirmation 
that they are getting essentially readouts to steer clear of a large white balloon as they fly into Honolulu. On Sunday, the Oakland Oceanic Air Traffic Control Center confirmed the existence of a flying object over Hawaii. In terms of altitude, it's flying at 50,000 feet. Currently, it is not known who the object belongs to. Multiple balloons have been shot down to the U.S. military this month. The China one, the original one, was gunned down off the coast of South Carolina after it had completed its spying mission, uh, making the Babylon Bee, once again, the Nostradamus of our time. Babylon B came out with a hilarious headline the moment we heard about the spy balloon that Biden will shoot it down as soon as it was done completing its spy mission. And sure enough, Joe Biden sent Eric Swalwell right up there with a box of chocolates and some roses uh, to pop it with his little prick. So now we are saber rattling with China once more. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken saying that China considering providing lethal support to Russia for Ukraine war and that's going to start World War III. Remember when they told you that Donald Trump, Orange Man, was going to start World War III? Guess what? That's only because they didn't want him to steal their act. No, they will start World War III. Blinken saying now Russia and China are going to be united against us in Ukraine. Everything's going to work out great. Everything's going to work out great. Go. We have seen them provide non-lethal support uh, to, uh, to Russia for use in Ukraine. The concern that we have now is based on information we have that they're considering providing lethal support. And we've made very clear to them that that would cause a serious problem for us and in our relationship. Lethal support. What would that entail? What, what, what do you weapons. think of? Weapons. That's ammunition. That's primarily weapons. So a couple of things. Um, will Joe Biden ever have to answer for selling out America to Ukraine and China? Will he ever have to answer for his son's laptop? It does seem as though, and please don't kill me for this one, Mitt Romney was right. Do you remember back in the debates with Barack Obama? Mitt Romney's like, hey, yo, uh, China's our geopolitical enemy. The end. China is the enemy. And and Barack Obama's like, oh, it's, not, it's not the Cold War, Mitt. Durr. These people sold our nation out to China. And now China is going to give us the business in Ukraine. They're going to ally. They've already allied with Iran. They're calling for Iran, the sanctions to be lifted, so that Iran can get nuclear weapons. China is an evil actor. And we've sold out our nation, our manufacturing, our cell phones. This is made in China. Disney's making Mulan literally in like next to the slave labor camps in Xinjiang. We're led by idiots. What China understood was that letting in American capitalism didn't mean that China needed to become capitalistic. In fact, allowing our country into their markets meant that they could force us to play by their rules over the long term. And that's what they're doing right now. And they could pay off and buy off all of the corrupt, evil, dirty people in charge of this nation. And it would just be the easiest purchase in all human history. And that's why Joe Biden's going to Ukraine to check in on his investment, 10% for the big guy. And this is why China bought off Hunter Biden. They got the go ahead to do that. They're in league with the most evil countries in the world, and they want to destroy us. They're finding out right now in China, correction, in Canada, that China interfered in their elections. Oh, isn't that interesting? In something that is a sign of things to come very soon here in America, Canadians take to the streets to demand Trudeau's ouster after spy agency revealed Chinese interference in election. Huh? 
Justin Trudeau, the liberal prime minister of Canada, finds himself up against an increasingly vocal demands to be ousted. Opposition to his authoritarian regime is growing amid concerns about a sham inquiry into his abuse of the Emergencies Act and revelations that Canadian Canada's spy agency warned about communist Chinese interference in the Canadian elections, but Trudeau did nothing to stop it. Chinese diplomats quietly issued warnings to friendly influential Canadians in early 2022, advising them to reduce their contact with federal politicians to avoid being caught up in foreign interference investigations in Canada's spy agency. What? According to the report, top secret Canadian security intelligence services documents viewed by the Globe and Mail reveal that China sought to protect its network of Canadian friends, a euphemism for Communist Party assets inside of the Canadian government a friends circle or a community as it relies on to build relations and influence to covertly gather information for members of parliament in Canada. Apparently, one of the CCP's friends is none other than Justin Trudeau. Maybe this is why Justin Trudeau, every time he's given a chance, inserts a ball gag in his mouth, puts in on a gimp costume, and then allows himself to be dog walked by Xi Jinping, saying that the nation he respects the very most is China. I mean, he straight up said it. Watch. Even with Sun TV watching for any slip, he was asked which country he most admired and referred to China. There's a level of, of uh, admiration I actually have for China. Um, because their you know, basic dictatorship is allowing them uh, to actually turn their economy around on a dime and say, we need to go green as fast as we need to start, you know, investing in solar. I mean, there is a flexibility that I know Stephen Harper must dream about of having a dictatorship that he could do everything he wanted. Uh, that I find quite interesting. When someone shows you who they are, believe them. Believe Joe Biden when he goes to Ukraine and not East Palestine. Believe Justin Trudeau. That clip is quite old. Believe Justin Trudeau when he says he wants a dictatorship in Canada. And what do we have just one year ago? He's freezing bank accounts of protesters who dared protest him and his Orwellian vaccine mandates, vaccine to work mandates. When someone shows you who they are, believe them. When someone tells you who they are, believe them. And the people of Canada now understand what it's like to be under a dictatorship. This is why when Justin Trudeau walks the streets, he gets protested by armies of people. Watch. Speaking of masses of people who will be awake, Tucker Carlson has exclusively been given all of the January 6th surveillance tape. Man, what about... Uh, you know, what What about, what about fr fraudulence inside of governments? And you want to talk about fury, man. Wait till Tucker Carlson gets through 45,000 hours of capital surveillance footage given to Tucker Carlson from the January 6th riot. McCarthy sources have revealed to Axios. Carlson's TV producers were on Capitol Hill last week to begin digging through the trove, which includes multiple camera angles from all over the Capitol grounds. Excerpts will begin airing in the coming weeks. Why it matters. Carlson has repeatedly questioned the official account of January 6th, downplaying uh, the insurrectionists as vandalism. On his show, Tucker Carlson Tonight, the Fox, News, Fox News, and Tucker Carlson Today, Tucker Carlson Originals, and the streaming service for Fox News have a massive trove of raw material. Carlson told me there was never any legitimate reason for this footage to remain secret. 
if there has ever been a question that's in the public interest to know is actually what happened on January 6th. By definition, the video will reveal it. It is impossible for me to understand why any honest person would be bothered by that. Man, Tucker Carlson is reaching his zenith. This is, I mean, this is the moment. I used to, uh, like, I, I, I love Tucker Carlson. It, it is my must-watch program every single evening. Um, and I used to write at Tucker Carlson's, you know, his daily caller. And uh, I, I, I know Tucker. I am so happy that he is, like, showing the way and how people don't have to just sit in these chairs and pontificate and act angry and bang their fists and then do nothing for this country. Tucker's actually doing something for this country. It's what this show is all about. Action. Tucker Carlson, of course, the most watched man in all of television. Fox News has ensemble shows that are also very popular, but Tucker Carlson is the most watched man in the world, the most watched single show in the world, and people are going to become awake. We're very, very excited for this to be revealed. Speaking of someone who won't be on TV very long, Don Lemon has been removed from his CNN morning show. (laughs) Discussions are ongoing about his future at the network, man. So uh, CNN has fired Brian Stelter, Chris Cuomo, Jeff Zucker. And now they are going for Don Lemon. Don Lemon thought that his intersectionality uh, card would get him out of jail free. Not anymore. Don Lemon was pissing off his co-anchors on the show uh, for the final time, presumably, talking about Nikki Haley being in her prime. Here's what Don Lemon said to get him axed from his his the only thing he had going for him in his entire life. Watch this whole talk about age makes me uncomfortable. I think that I think it's the wrong road to go down. She says people, you know, politicians or something are not in their prime. Nikki Haley is in her prime. Sorry. When a woman is considered to be in her prime in her 20s and 30s and maybe 40s. What do you that's talk? Not acor- Wait. I, that's not according to me. Prime for what? I, it depends. I mean, it's just like prime. If you look it up, it'll say, if you look, if you Google when is a woman in her prime, it'll say 20s, 30s and 40s. I don't necessarily. 40s. Oh, I got another. I'm not saying I agree with that. So I think she has to be careful about saying that, well, you know, politicians aren't in their prime. You need to qualify. Are you talking about prime for like childbearing or are you talking about message. prime I'm just for being president? The facts are Google it. Everybody at home. When is a woman in her prime? It says 20s, 30s and 40s. And I'm just saying Nikki Haley should be careful about saying that politicians are not in their prime and they need to be in their prime when they serve because she wouldn't be in her prime according to Google Google or whatever it is. Actually, according to Google, uh, Google says it's your 30s, 40s and 50s. So Don Lemon couldn't be bothered to Google. Don Lemon was forced to apologize. Doesn't matter. He's going to lose his spot at the network anyway. Good riddance. Don Lemon is a monster, man. I mean, people in the industry who talk to me about Don Lemon and some of his antics off camera and on camera. It's very cringeworthy. Lemon apologized to CNN staffers over the remark on Friday, uh, saying Nikki Haley isn't in her prime. CEO Chris Licht of CNN said that he was disappointed by the remarks, but probably thrilled because that means that you're able to get rid of a lemon. And that is what's going to happen. Mark my words. We 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 know we know when the 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 bell tolls, the tell the bell tolls for you, Don Lemon. We mean it, ladies and gentlemen, uh, when we say we love you and we thank you for watching the program. And we're going to be doing good 
uh, by you. And we're going to be doing good for this country. We're going to use our platform for good. That is why we end every single show with a Bible verse. The verse of the day, be of good courage and he shall strengthen your heart. All ye that hope in the Lord, have courage, have strength. God promises you these things. God promises you rest, courage, strength, that you can be Christ's hands and feet in the world. You can be a light in a dark place. We are called to do that, and we're going to put America first, and we're not going to put America last, and that's what we do on this show. So we thank you for watching. God bless you. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show.